podcasting from UW River Falls. Bet you didn't know, it's Sunday Stories. I'm Kira. I'm Evan. And I'm Trevor, the newest host here. This is the first episode of a brand new series on Bet You Didn't Know. We will be posting Sunday stories every Sunday. Every other episode will be fact or fiction, starting with this episode. Fact or fiction episodes feature one story that was written by our very own student voice, and another story that we completely made up. It is your job to determine which new story is fact and which one is fiction. We will announce which one of these stories was fact at the start of the next episode, so stay tuned. Our first episode of Fact or Fiction starts with a story about a squirrel gang. Yeah, you heard me right. A squirrel gang. Here's the story. In recent weeks, a renegade gang of squirrels known as the Silent Seven have returned to campus. The gang was thought to have harleyed their way out of the city back in 1999. The Silent Seven, composed of seven muscular beard-bearing squirrels, were known for their ruthless scrounging, looting, and mugging, and often targeted River Falls students in the late months of winter. The recent attacks have taken place in the Silent Seven's old stomping grounds. The first occurrence took place on the walking path running parallel to the Melvin Wall Amphitheater. The male student, who wishes to remain anonymous, was approached by a dark figure, most likely the gang's leader, Musky Marv, and he was chased for a quarter mile before barely getting away. The second attack, this one much more aggressive, was pitted against student Keith Johnson, and he was against a host of Fury gang members. Johnson, a sophomore majoring in digital film and TV, was taking a midnight stroll behind the Hathorne dormitory when he was jumped by two of the Silent Seven. He just came out of nowhere, probably the trees, Johnson said. Shaken, he continued. They, they pulled my shirt over my head and took my wallet. They, they swore me and then I was on the ground. Johnson finished by frantically reenacting the episode and twirling around as if he was blindfolded and falling to the ground where he claimed to have been balled up in fear. He then displayed multiple scratches and even admitted he was wearing thick makeup to cover up a grotesquely blackened eye. The third and arguably most laughable encounter occurred just four days ago when female student Jackie Flynn and her boyfriend Gabriel Blanchester were attacked by a fellow human student. The assailant, who also currently wishes to remain anonymous, explained what happened. I engaged the first guy by throwing him to the ground, and then I went for the girl, he said, also trembling. The assailant then grabbed Flynn's shoulders in an attempt to mug her when he was grabbed and thrown to the ground. I could smell its rancid breath as it leaned over my face. Ain't okay to pick on ladies, jerk. Except he didn't say jerk, said Musky Marv. I thought I was toast, said the attacker, before he himself was beaten and robbed. After me, they started on Gabriel, but left Jackie all alone. The goon then broke down into tears, shielding his face with bandaged hands. The River Falls Police Department is readying for a stiff examination into the attacks and affronted Officer Ryan Still Stiller as lead investigator. I've been on the force for three years now, and I've never seen such atrocities, Stiller said. But know this, the Silent Seven will be met by the unstoppable force that is me, said Stiller, stroking his chrome Colt 45. The investigation is underway, but no leads have been discovered. As for now, students and River Falls residents alike are being asked to travel in groups after 9pm, leave their valuables at home, and lock their car doors. For our second story today, we're going to talk about the involvement fair, a horse, and the improv troupe. You know that involvement fair that we all love so much? 
Well, imagine that, but with terror. At the beginning of this school year, all the clubs were wrangling together under the big white tent. The campus improv troupe was setting up the booth to talk to students about joining their team. The improv troupe had an upcoming show that they had themed A Night at the Races, in which they decided to have all their skits related to horse racing. I obviously have no idea where this came from, but because this is an opinion piece, I can say that I don't think it was a good idea. The improv troupe thought it might be a fun idea to have a live horse at their booth to attract students to both the team and the show. The rodeo was the weekend before, and the horses were very tired, so the rodeo team lent a horse to the improv troupe, thinking nothing of it. All was going well until one of the improv members thought it would be a good idea to climb aboard the horse and ride it around the tent to showcase what they were doing. The horse went with it for a while, and as the member was getting down, the horse went wild. The student was left unharmed as he was able to plant both feet on the ground before the horse took off. The horse raced through the tent, only trampling a few papers on the ground. It then headed straight toward the doors of the university center. At the time, dining services was about to wheel out carts of water, so the doors were automatically open, making for a perfect entrance to the building for the horse. The rodeo team president decided to go in to calm the horse down. The horse was found near the wall leading towards the falcon's nest. The rodeo team president tried to gently stroke the horse's head to calm and soothe the horse. The horse obviously didn't like this as it bucked backward, kicking a hole into the wall behind it. The horse was eventually moved out of the university center. As far as fines, the rodeo club and the improv troupe shared the fee to fix the hole in the wall. Just yesterday, the improv troupe has publicly stated that they will not be hosting their A Night at the Races themed improv night. Tune in next week to find out which of these stories was true and to hear a story from students on campus recently. Don't forget to follow us on social media. The links are in the description below. We will see you next week for another Sunday Stories.